This program is sponsored by West Automotive Group. The West Automotive Group presents Auto Talk Radio with host Brian Bowersock and co-host Kevin Bowersock. Today's show is brought to you by West Escondido, West El Cajon, West Kearney Mesa, and West Miramar Automotive and Transmission. All part of the West Automotive Group. Get your automotive questions answered. Call Brian and Kevin at 1-888-344-1170. That's 1-888-344-1170. Now, here's your Auto Talk host, Brian Bowersock. All right, folks. Welcome to Auto Talk Radio this morning. Here we are, January 9th already. The year went by really, 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 really quick. Well, only nine days have gone by of the year. I'm so talking far. about last year. <laughs> <laughs> Seemed like it is a weird year. And, by, by 2020. Yeah, but this this year seemed to start off really weird too, hasn't it? <laughs> Interesting. I'll give you that. I don't know. Here we are, and this is what we do. <laughs> yes. But we're going to talk about cars today because that's what we love. We appreciate everybody joining us. We hope everybody had an amazing uh, Christmas holiday and and uh, New Year's and everybody was safe. I'm sure you were. There wasn't any place to go if you live here in the wonderful state of California. Uh, so, you know, you hung out with family or did whatever you do. Um, yeah, very interesting. But uh, um, here we are. Right? Yes. Okay. So we do appreciate everybody joining us here this morning. Uh, we are live here, taking calls, of course. Give us a call, 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. Uh, Brendan uh, loves to answer the phone, and he's over there just uh, waiting to hear from you all. So anything automotive-related, please give us a shout. We're happy to talk to you about. Um, 2021, here we are. Car repair is kind of still the same as it was in 2020. Um, we're still working on them and fixing them and all that. Are you raising your hand? You want to speak? Yeah. What would you like to say? Because there there is something in the car that's happened in the last couple of weeks. Really? I mean, well, because they came out and they said that the new richest man in the world is. Oh, he yeah, Jeff Elon Be- Musk. Yeah, he got surpassed by he surpassed Jeff Bezos. I think that was just this week, right? Uh, yes, which tells me Two though. Days ago, yeah, that's a lot of Teslas sold. So then I asked uh, the question. He's involved on. in a lot of. I know, but things. I asked the question though. You know, you know that this is what somebody told me, and I haven't looked it up and done the research on it but somebody told me that he that tesla actually sold more cars this year than toyota and honda combined which is a good thing i mean it's an american company so i'd have to look that up i, I know i do have to look it up and i, I don't want it but that's what i was told after because i was like brendan's looking it up right now yeah but i was thinking to myself that's a lot of i mean if he became the richest man in america and he or, or in the world and he passed bezos i'm like Amazon sells. I mean, you see a lot of Amazon stuff being sold every day. You know what I'm saying? You get to see the trucks and all that. I was like, that's a lot of Teslas sold. If that's true. Well, also Jeff Bezos lost ha- half of his net worth um, a few years ago because he divorced his wife that's and true, she true, got true. 38 billion dollars of it or something crazy like that. So, so yeah, he lost half it. So I. I mean, keep that in mind. Too. Yeah, but still, he was still in that position until. Well, he's still working on becoming the richest man in the world again. I'm sure he yes. will because Amazon is still cranking along and she was bought out. So she's gone. Yes. Although this year also talking about rich people and cool things they've done. She gave away. 
billions of dollars in December to all kinds of organizations. I don't know if she was actually bought out though, because she her no, no, no. Well, I don't them know two that. actually started that company together. So I don't know anything about that either. All I know they is they did. They started that out as a garage well, in the garage. They said her settlement for the divorce was thirty eight billion. So it's still a nice chunk. No, I don't think she'll ever have to go to work. <laughs> no. She won't be a greeter at Walmart, that's for sure. <laughs> so all good. All good. But uh Yes, you are correct. He he did uh, surpass uh, Elon Musk. Did surpass uh, Jeff Bezos and is now. Uh, well, I mean, this would be a good thing. I think too. the richest man in the or, or richer. I don't know that. I don't know that he's the richest man in the world, but I do know that he he's uh, wor- net worth is larger than Jeff Bezos as, uh, as of this week. Well, I think correct. they categorize that stuff as families, person. You know what I mean? Because technically, he—it's not a family thing. It's—I mean, him so I, far. I don't so. know. It doesn't really matter. But anyway, uh, correct. So I—I I don't know. I don't know what else uh, Elon Musk is involved in. A lot of things other than Tesla, also I believe. So, but Tesla is also funded by the federal government. You know that, right? Well, yeah, but I mean, if 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 it actually sold that many cars, it's an American company. So American company is in the lead again. Yeah, so. That'd be good. That'd be good. That'd be nice, though. So. Um, we'll I wouldn't. I wouldn't doubt. I saw, there's I saw, a lot of Teslas on the road right now. There's a lot of them. I saw. I also saw that uh, somebody with a 2021 Tesla requested service at our Miramar location through the internet. I was thinking, oh, you got the wrong place, man, because they, obviously that car's under warranty. <laughs> Why? What? What? Is, so. Maybe they're just wanting to check by somebody else other than <laughs> Tesla. So maybe that could be. Could be. But most of those running around on the road right now are still under Tesla's warranty, so we don't see them. Exactly. Yeah. So. Anyway, but all good, all good. You know, if you have a use for one of those, there you go, a little putter around town or whatever. Well, like, it's convenience. Like I said, we told a story one time about uh, my buddy and his and his friend that had one, and they used it to tow the motorcycle trailer and how well that worked out all the way up to Oregon. Well, and, and you know what? I, I would still have a gasoline car to do family trips or whatever, or trips like that in. Yeah, my truck would be preferable for a trip like that. But, uh around town yeah i mean it's good, good gig, I mean, so. guess where uh, some of us going to i don't think everything's going to be electric and 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 i know we have that uh uh mr newsom uh signed in that bill that in 15 years there's supposed to be no gas cars being sold in the state but what it's looking like they were talking about him this morning he may not be around because they're recalling <laughs> so maybe they'll get rid of that law too who knows we'll see what happens <laughs> as far as that goes but uh interesting stuff anyway folks uh Give us a call here this morning. Anything uh, automotive-related, we're happy to talk to you about. We are talking about uh, how poor vehicle maintenance could wreck your wallet, one of the important things here. But uh, you can give us a call here at 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. Let's take Bruce and Carlsbad real quick. Uh, Good morning. And, uh, hey, I'm the first caller of the year. You are the first caller. (laughs) Didn't you win, Bruce? (laughs) Good morning. Hey, a couple of questions. One, um, when I'm riding a bike, uh, I um, and I come to a stop sign or a, a signal, and I hear cars nowadays. Uh, they are. It's as if they had stalled, but I'm sure it's not. That you hear the starter motor, and then the car goes. People aren't turning their cars off. Is it? Is this a hybrid? Uh, that it's it senses that the battery needs charging, and you're hearing the starter motor. No, so a lot of a lot of gasoline vehicles these days are are called stop start vehicles, and almost all of them I think come that way now. Just like if you buy a n- new Ford Ranger, they they shut off at stops, and the minute you take your foot off the brake, the car starts back up. 
Oh, I had no idea. What's this? What's this called? It's called Stop Start, but th- th- it's almost on all vehicles produced now. So, um, yeah. So no, though they, that doesn't necessarily denote that it's a hybrid. So it could be just a regular vehicle. You know, I uh, we you know, the company purchased a newer Ford Ranger. It's on it. There is a button to turn it off. Obviously, each time you start the car, but you have to manually hit the button I to turn you. it off. Yeah. Uh, my personal opinion, it's kind of annoying, but uh, um, as far as uh, and it also that's a lot of wear and tear on the poor starter. I would think, but uh-huh. that's my opinion. But the uh, um, it's an emissions thing. Oh, and uh, ga- uh, probably improving the gas mileage too, right? Well, yeah, because I mean, Kathy's, the car's it's Kathy, not, standard and whatnot. It, exactly, exactly. So that's one of the reasons uh, uh, that it that it. Uh, well, that's, on there. that explains that, and you hear I'm hearing it all the time now on a, on a bike. And then the second the question I had is a, a wheel offset. Uh, like uh, through the or prior to the eighties, let's say up to about two thousand, wheel offsets. Uh, uh, well, you, you would see what's called a deep dish uh, wheels, and Correct. that's that's absolutely gone now. All of the manufacturers have that positive offset that brings the lugs right out to the into the uh, the outside of the wheel now. Mm-hmm. And I'm just wondering, um, well, it, it kind of makes it tough if you want to uh, replace older wheel tire sets with a newer. You can't do it without the spacers and whatnot. Uh, Correct. But why, why, why did the manufacturers do that? Um, what was the benefit of it? I mean, I, like on an SUV, you'd have to have a longer front axle. Uh, why do they have... A wheel offset, you're telling me? Uh, yeah, well, why are that are on today's vehicles, SUVs, for example, the offsets, the positive offsets are, are in the neighborhood of 45 or so, where back in the, uh, let's say 2000, they were like 10 to 25. Yeah, that, they're more more or positive now on front wheel drives than anything, to be honest with you. And what you're talking about is previously, uh, uh, the, the they used to be a negative offset in in the older days, correct? That's, the That's right. Yes. Okay, correct. Okay. Um, I think what he's trying. I think the reason they do that is to keep the tire under the fender well. That way, you're not throwing rocks and stuff like that. Well, it, That's well, why the manu- also handling. Well, can, ex- the manufacturer can put wider tires on it, keep it under the fender well, and that way it's you know because technically you're not supposed to have tire outside of the fender well anyways, according to according to correct. the you know highway patrol. Right. Because Correct. otherwise you have to go to mud flaps and stuff like that. So that's why they're going to that, so they can put a wire tire on it for better okay. handling and keep it under the fender wells. Well, and also the axle uh, length of the axle is longer when you're dealing with a uh, positive offset, typically, uh, which uh, stability-wise on on mounting to the axle makes a wider stance for the frame to the axle, uh, which I presume... Uh, helps in in handling and performance and all that of the vehicle also to be honest with you i think we lost him i don't know are you there bruce no he's gone okay we lost him sorry bruce that we lost you but anyway that's i think that's part of it uh but yeah so hopefully that answers your questions we were talking about uh uh um um the stop start on a vehicle not all those vehicles are hybrids obviously uh, a lot of them are uh, just regular gasoline vehicles that these days that when they come to a light, they'll turn off. And then the minute you take your foot off the brake, 
go, they turn right back on and off you go. So um, that's common on a lot of vehicles these days. Because most of them cars that they're doing that for is like for like cities like L.A. where people sit in a lot of stop and go traffic and 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 the, the car just sits there and idle. So, I mean, it, yeah, it does save a little bit of gas. I think it's more for environmental reasons they do that. That way, all these cars aren't sitting there on the freeway just idling or in town or whatever. Very true. Missions wise, I, I seriously think it has a lot to do. Well, with Like it, New so. York City or something like that, and it know? probably gas mileage too. But uh, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I it's but they don't just sell them there. They, the car is they, they all come that way now. Yes. So, so well, so no matter, I, I don't know. About, I don't care if you live in Wyoming. You got one stop sign. Your car's only going to shut off once. But no, but that's that, why they have the button for those guys. So they just turn it. There's no sense in having your car turn off just for hitting one stop sign in the morning. Why I mean, would that, they? Why would they even bother with the button? Because it never shuts off unless you stop. I know, but they hit one stop sign and it shuts off and then fires back up again. I don't think the buttons for them. The buttons for me, people that it annoys. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> that's why I push the button. They do do kind of crazy things though. Like you know that now they're filling the uh, uh, the evaporator with like a wax. So that way, when the car's not running, that wax holds the coldness. So you you know your air conditioner doesn't slow down. They're and, sealing it. Yeah. Well, no, they're actually using it in there so it'll freeze it. That way. Oh. That way, as air is being pushed across the, is that how the AC keeps working? Yes. Oh, gotcha. Very. They're cool. doing weird. They're you doing weird things. Like I that. did not know that. Very cool. But they they've come up with a lot of cool things that yes, kind of work. Yes, and then they had to. So anyway, all right. Let's take our first break here, real quick. But folks, uh, uh, hold tight, Mike and Ron. Uh, we will definitely get to you here shortly. Give us a call one eight eight three four four eleven seventy. Going to take a quick break. You're listening to Auto Talk Radio on the Answer and K Praise San Diego. There's more Auto Talk education and empowerment on the way here on Auto Talk Radio. Get on the line and get your automotive questions answered by the Auto Man here on Auto Talk Radio. Brian Bowersock, 888-344-1170. Now, here's more Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. All right, folks, welcome back to Auto Talk Radio. I'm your host, Brian Bowersock, and the house with me is my co-host, Mr. Kevin Bowersock. Good morning. Good automotive morning. one 888 Anything automotive-related, you can give us a shout about. We're happy to talk to you about, for sure. Do want to remind you guys, Auto Talk Radio is brought to you by the West Automotive Group, which consists of West Escondido Automotive and Transmission Hub at 2200 Auto Parkway in Escondido. AAA approved and star certified for over 28 years now. That's probably why your beard's gray, Kevin. Uh, along with West El Cajon Automotive and Transmission, 844 North Johnson Avenue, AAA approved, smog certified out in East County, taking care of folks for so over seven years now, uh, doing an amazing job out there in East County. Uh, West Kearney Mesa Automotive and Transmission, 8027 Balboa Avenue, right in central San Diego, AAA approved and smog certified. Taking care of folks for over four years now. Uh, doing an amazing job there, too. And West Miramar Automotive and Transmission. 5726 Miramar Road, Neastgate Mall, right across the freeway from us here. AAA approved and star certified for smog, also like the Escondido store. Taking care of folks here in the Golden Triangle for, uh, oh, heading up to two years now here shortly. 
All of us at the West Automotive Group, my employees, myself, and everybody come together to bring you Auto Talk Radio for one simple reason. That is, we uh, believe in the same philosophy. We never put money ahead of people. Very important to us. Treat everybody like family. Take care of your vehicles like your family. Stop in to have your vehicle service repaired to find out what quality automotive service and repair is all about. Uh, the West Automotive Group is also proud to offer six months no interest for your vehicle service and repair needs on uh, approved credit. Uh, we're here to help you. So great way to go. And you can always reuse uh, the card for the West Automotive Group when you get one. And you can use the six months no interest over and over again. It's not a one-time thing. If you think you have a transmission issue, uh, uh, hop on westautomotivegroup.com and get an appointment and get in and take care of our and take advantage of our CertiCare transmission diagnosis uh, by our transmission experts, uh, um, and we'll get you helped out because we see way too many vehicles that uh, people have recommended a transmission replacement or repair, and it's something external or something that just be repaired, not a complete replacement. That too, we offer free shuttle rides to or from work or home. And uh, low-cost rental vehicles at all four of our uh, locations. So we're here to help you out. We also have uh, COVID protocols in place uh, to uh, keep people separated, safe. Uh, um, We schedule everybody out for pickups and Uh, drop-offs. We make sure and wipe everything down and uh, sanitizing things uh, when we give them back to you. Keeping our employees safe and keeping you safe as a client, which is very important to us. Um, You can uh, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram by going to westautomotivegroup.com. That's westautomotivegroup.com. From there, you can check us out. You can also uh, um, click on Auto Talk Radio and listen live, or you can go check out all of our uh, podcasts or for each uh, show or, or posted there. Or if you want to grab the podcast uh, off of a podcast site, uh, podcasts are also available through Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pandora, Deezer, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Radio.com, and TuneIn. So any of those places, you can pick up uh, the uh, Auto Talk Radio podcast. We're here to help you out. So anyway, um, you can also email us anytime at autotalk at westautomotivegroup.com. We're here to uh, take care of you. So uh, just let us know. Uh, this morning, one 888 Anything automotive related, we're happy to talk to you about. That's 888-344-1170. Let's grab Ron and Carlsbad. Good morning, Ron. You there, Ron? How you doing, Brian? I'm doing hey, amazing. Brian, uh, How about you? Can you hear me okay? Yes, now we can. Good. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Love you guys' show. Um, hey, so I got a 2001 F-150. I uh, got it about three years ago. I uh, was really lucky. Engine was rebuilt. I uh, have all the paperwork on it. Uh, so the engine actually only has about 50,000 miles on it. Um, so that's why I kind of put up with it. But mm-hmm. anyways, uh, I had a heater core leak um, that I put some leak stop in into the uh, coolant, and it actually did a really good job of stopping the leak. Um, but I went to get my oil changed a few weeks ago and, and the, uh, the mechanic came up and said, Hey, sir, you want to come look at this? I think you may have some oil in your, in your coolant. He opened up the, uh, the reserve tank and, and, you know, there was this gook inside there. Mm-hmm. And I, I was like, you know, I, I, I doubt that, you know, this is a pretty new engine and it was actually replaced because the, the Ford had a, uh, I guess, a an issue with the engines, the, the, fi- the 5.4 liter where the, uh, I guess the plug was failing and coolant was mixing with the oil. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why the engine was replaced in the first place. So I, I said, you know, I, I don't know, uh, you know, maybe it is oil, but I, I, I put this stuff into it to, to fix the heater core. Would that stuff gunk up in the reserve tank over time? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. And that's most likely what it is. And just to to let you know, we strongly don't recommend. Uh, what kind of what kind what kind of stop leak did you put in it? 
I put in those like uh, it was like those pellets, those brown pellets. That's what yeah. I was told was the, was the best. Yeah. Um. That so. The heater core is going to start leaking again eventually here, but uh, just okay. and heads up on that. Uh, um, how long or when I don't know. And stop leak. I mean, if you're in a situation that you're like stuck or something. It has its uses. I get it. The only problem is it does gunk up the cooling system like that. Also, that stuff you're seeing there, the bottom of your radiator, several rows, have that stuff all plugged inside of it also now. So um, wow. over time, it, it causes issues. So usually what we recommend is if you uh, have to use that stuff to get repaired, whatever's leaking as soon as possible and get it flushed out as quick as possible. But uh, um, yeah, it, I mean, that's what you're seeing, though. I can almost guarantee it. Is is the re, re, residual of the stop leak? Uh, yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. And then I guess I kind of want to revert back to uh, another show that that I, I heard you on, um, where you were you were talking about the heater core. I think particularly about some of the uh, older Fords, and about um, I guess something with with the electrical ground and possibly you know if, if I replace the heater core, you know, which is a very expensive job for for an older tr- a car like that. Mm-hmm. Is, is it just going to start leaking again because of the issue that you were talking about on that show? Well, what needs to happen to that is usually on those, we add an extra ground and you have to flush the cooling system until you get the electrolysis levels down uh, because those Fords oh. have an aluminum heater core and they had a ton of problems with what's called electrolysis. And that's what you're talking about. And that's what we were discussing yeah. on that show. Um, okay. But but okay. You, you can flush it out and drop the levels of it. And once you get it dropped out in an extra ground, usually... Uh, uh, prevents that problem from happening again. Okay. Okay. But all, all cars... Okay, thank you, Brian. No problem. All cars create electrolysis. Just those uh, had a grounding issue that it was a lot worse. And like I said, the only way to prevent the, another failure is put in a new heater core and flush the heck out of the thing till the electrolysis levels are down and then add that extra ground. Okay? Okay. Hey, thanks for listening, Great. man. Have yourself a safe, thank wonderful you, weekend. Thanks for the call. All hey, right. Th- thank hey, you. You got it. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye-bye. Great question when it comes to uh, heater cores on those. We've seen quite a few of those with that problem. Yes. Yeah. Uh, stop leak is a concern of mine. You can cause several other issues and radiator uh, failures. And the other thing you can do is plug up the bottom of the radiator uh, 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 rows and cause a car to let it run a little warmer over time, which can cause issues. Um, does it have its place? It can if you're stuck somewhere. You know, uh, I've done all kinds of things that, to get me back from someplace I'm at. But uh, usually then uh, you have to, to, to correct the that problem too. So just one of those things to keep in mind. Um, it, it, the heater core on that truck is an expensive repair though. I think it's like eight hours, huh? Uh, depending on what truck it is, it could be. It was a 2001 F-150. I think they, I think they were longer in them. They yeah. were longer. Yeah, if it was like a 96, those are the ones that had the little door, remember? And it took like an hour to replace the heater core. If even that. <laughs> yeah, you could slide them in and out. It was easy. So somebody prepared that one for uh, having heater core issues, but those didn't really have heater core issues, did they? No. <laughs> so that's why that's why it was easy to get to. Exactly. <laughs> that's the way it works. All right, let's uh, grab uh, Mike real quick. Good morning, Mike. Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, man, how's it going? Is it cold there? Pretty good. No, it's freezing. It's freezing. 26 degrees. Woo! That's high. It's 37 yeah. here this morning when I rolled out, so... But um, man, that's cold. That's uh, yeah, cold for you guys. Oh, it's cold, but it'll be. It, it was seventy-two yesterday in the in the afternoon, so I'm sure it'll warm up quickly. That's man, that's one of the you're things. Me. Living 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 in the desert by the ocean, you know, yeah. Temperature goes up and down a bit in the winter time, but it's all good. 
Well, yeah, it's all good. All good. All relative. What you got going yeah, on? I, got a, uh, I think we got like a uh, what is it? A 07 Chevy Express 3500 running some brake lines. You know how they rust here in the uh, old rust belt. Mm-hmm. Ran some lines on it uh, for the right front <clears throat> to the EBCM there. Wanting to know what is the probability of having a scan tool in uh, concert with that to bleed that? What year is it again? I believe it's an 07, 1300, it's a 07 3500 express van. Trying to remember if that requires it, a. I, are you having a problem bleeding it? I mean. I haven't bled it yet, but I'm just wondering if I'm going to have to use that. You know what? Problem. Pro- it just depends. Some of them, you know, the weird thing is, is some of them you, you can put the scanner on it, and it'll. It, I mean, after you bleed it, I've I've had the ones where you bleed, you can bleed it with the scanner, but I've also just went ahead and manually bled it, and then I tried the, the scanner on it afterwards, just you know, just to see, and it didn't change right. anything. You know, it it it, it, it oh. seemed to bleed okay without the scanner too. Yeah, sometimes you have, right. sometimes you have to use the scanner to open and close the valving though on on those to to make sure and get all the air out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is always a good idea if that's part of the procedure. I don't know on that one. I'd have to actually look it up. Um, they The problem that's with it, from year to year, they change so many different things when it comes to that that some do, some didn't. Some, sometimes they went to that yeah. and then they went away from it on different models to to not having to. So it's it's hard to say, Mike. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. I don't remember. Up, maybe hmm? Do you have a scan tool for that vehicle? I've got a generic scan tool. I don't have a main, you know, like a Tech 2, which I wish I had, but I had it at one time. But um, Do you have I a snap-on? No, it's just a generic, um, I don't know where he got it, the boss man got it. Uh, gotcha. It's, just, it's, not, it's better than you know, an AutoZone, but it's not quite, you know, a manufacturer type scan tool. But gotcha. I just, the I only reason I was going to say, usually I'm, one of the scanners that we have always is uh, uh, always the latest model uh a snap on one and they have gotten a lot better uh, with all their manufacturer stuff uh you know as far as that goes but uh um sure. that 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 the whole scanner thing is a whole nother show with the stuff we're coming into i just had to register everything uh uh for the, oh, for the gateways for chrysler and all that uh but all the snap-ons will cross uh uh the gateways so that we'll be able to uh talk to those vehicles the late model ones that we're now seeing uh that uh, right. that have all the security features on them so um, but uh, right. yeah, yeah. So uh, that that's another. Uh, expen- that's an expensive show there for sure. <laughs> no doubt. Scan equipment. Hey, but. keep on keeping on, guys. I appreciate the info and uh, keep it up, man. Hey, thanks, man. Good talking to you. Hey, try to stay uh, warm out there. All right. <laughs> Will do, man. All right, my friend. Take care. Take care. Right. <clears throat> yeah, it's cold. So we just, uh, me and Tim and uh, Matt were having a conversation about this at uh, cars and working on cars where it, uh, uh, um, where where there's they salt the roads and and I feel for him that brake work there usually meant well number one it was a, a funny story like Tim's like somebody was telling me there are shops that have like you know like we have an air hose that comes down that hooks up to that next to the air hose is an acetylene torch at every bay I'm all no lie. Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah, because those cars, you don't get anything off without heating it because it's so rusted. On yeah, you got to break the rust. Oh God, it's terrible. I don't. You know the thing I don't miss is that what I remember putting cars that you bring them inside so your shop's heated. So in there you don't have waste oil pickup because it, and it's not California. Of- we you burn it in in an oil burner during the, you save it up, burn it during the winter to heat the shop. 
So that's how you keep the cost of heat in the shop down. So you got a door doors that open and close, you know, and the cars come in and you put them up. But when you get them in there and you're working on the car and it's 70 degrees inside there and, and all that uh, stuff starts to melt off the car and it's got salt in it and it drips and it gets in your eyes and it burns. I See, I don't miss any of that yeah. here in California. I just don't, man. I don't. So I, I don't. Uh, uh, I do feel his pain working on some of that stuff. And every time you do brakes, you got to replace all the brake lines because every one of them twists off or breaks or, or, yeah, I'm good. When I first moved here and I started working on cars here, I was like, whoa, this is like they're brand new, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, it's right. way better, way better. All right, folks, we're going to take our last break here. one 888 That's 888-344-1170. Fran, hold tight. We'll be with you as soon as we get back. You're listening to Auto Talk Radio on The Answer San Diego and K-Praise. There's more Auto Talk education and empowerment on the way here on Auto Talk Radio. And get your automotive questions answered by the Auto Man here on Auto Talk Radio. Brian Bowersock, 888-344-1170. Now, here's more Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. Hi, folks. Welcome back to Auto Talk Radio. I'm your host, Brian Bowersock. In the house with me is my co-host, Kevin Bowersock. And I am the Auto Man. Yes, what do you laugh for? <laughs> and this is Auto Talk Radio. We appreciate y'all joining us this morning. If we could have eggs and bacon, it'd be better, but... What? What? <laughs> we need a buffet here. <laughs> so, and what you're saying is that... Uh, um, the answer San Diego in their green room needs to have food for us every morning. Yep. <laughs> That's probably not going to happen. Now they're going to make Brendan get here early. He's going to have to stop <laughs> by. Chef hat on. <laughs> I'll, I'll get the Starbucks in, in, you know, installed and everything. <laughs> there you go. Uh, actually, if you, yeah, if you got an espresso maker um, put in and you made me espresso, that's all I really need. I don't need the rest of it. I'm good. We'll be good. So let's just do that. Eggs and bacon, protein. Oh. All right. Kevin's hungry. Apparently he's going to eat when we get done here with the show. So all good though. All right, folks, I do want to remind you the show is also brought to you by interstate batteries, a battery for every need. Interstate batteries are the highest quality batteries out there. We do not stock nor sell anything else at the West automotive group for one simple reason. They are the number one technician recommended battery in the world. If you need a battery for one of your vehicles, Jump on to westautomotivegroup.com and make an appointment. We'll get you an interstate battery installed for sure. Once again, we do not stock nor sell anything else because they are the highest quality batteries out there. If you need a battery for any other need, check them out at their storefronts. 9345 Cabot Drive in Miramar or in La Mesa at 70th and University. Interstate battery, a battery for every need. Okay. So we're talking about all kinds of things, but let's, uh, I want to grab Fran real quick in Oceanside. Uh, she's been waiting uh, 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 patiently. Good morning, Fran. Morning. How are you this morning? Uh, I'm okay. <laughs> and you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Very so. good. Okay. I have a little uh, uh, hybrid 
Toyota. And um, because I don't drive it very often, the batteries have died. And when I went to start it up, uh, it lit up and everything. And then uh, the second time I went back to try it, it it was just so dead that I have to open the door manually now. Mm -hmm. Okay. And it's in an awkward place, so I can't get to jump start it and I don't know how to go in there and dig up the batteries to charge them up. Give me a, a couple of hints of what I can do. <laughs> uh well, okay. Um the, how long has it it's been it's dead dead is that what you're saying? Yeah, it just got dead dead uh yesterday. Gotcha. So are you a triple uh, Before that it had a little bit of a, a light and it said goodbye and stuff like that, but now it's just dead dead. Gotcha. Well, there's a couple options you have. Are you a AAA member by any chance? No, unfortunately. Okay. Um, so that makes it kind of tough. What the Probably the best thing would be if you could access the car and remove what's called the start battery, which is a battery that's like a normal car. It's the little battery. And that is the start battery for the, for the vehicle. Um, that battery's dead, obviously, and if it's that dead, it needs to be either removed and taken someplace and charged or replaced if it's failed or put what's called a, get a little trickle charger and put on it and let it sit for 24 hours and see if it comes back to life. That's the other option, um, but mm-hmm. uh, you're really going to need somebody that's kind of familiar with, with doing so as far as that goes. Um, is it, it's inside a garage. Is that what you're telling me the car is? No, it's right up to where the garage is. And then uh, I got neighbors that are right there that are parked right next to me. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. Um, do you, does your insurance have any kind of roadside assistance or anything like that? Uh, no, I, I have triple a, but I, I, I dropped the, the triple a card where they come and they do oh, that kind gotcha. of stuff. Oh, gotcha. Um, the other thing, I mean, you can't uh, almost any, uh, 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 you'll have to pay for it, but in any, uh, uh, tow truck company will come out and do and jumpstart you. So oh, okay. if you don't have somebody that's available to do that, um, and then what you're going to want to do is get, get the vehicle. Um, it's that battery's not going to charge itself. So if you get it jump started, you'd like to get it in and get get it charged properly, and then the battery tested and make a determination: does that battery need to be replaced? Does it not need to be replaced? Uh, that's that's what you're going to have to do. Okay. Um, because, well, who would you recommend? Um. Well, you're in Oceanside, correct? Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. So I mean, uh, we're not too far in Escondido. Um, if you get uh-huh. the car over, we can give you a ride back and stuff, but it is going to have to set on, on a charge for, it's going to have to be dropped off and set on the charge for 24 hours. So, um, it's simple oh. process and then check the battery and like, once again, or the other option is get it started, bring it over and just replace the start battery on it and go from there. Uh-huh. Yeah, that could be done too. So, um, but, uh, um, you, without charging it properly, uh, is slowly trying to bring it back to life. Um, you're not going to know if the battery's good or not. Oh, so the, that start battery, is that the one that's in the back seat underneath? Nope, that is the hybrid battery. So that's a, that's uh-huh. another concern. But uh, usually those will come back to life. Um, uh-huh. the, the hybrid system will start to recharge that battery and all that if it's low. Um, but the start battery is why the car won't turn on. Okay, so where's the start battery at? That's under the hood. That's under the hood of the car, where the engine is oh. up there and all that, yes. 
So um, oh, that's so why I opened the manual and it only showed that one battery under the back seat. No, there's there's a start battery on that vehicle too. It's for starting up the gasoline engine. Oh, and where is that located underneath the hood? Um, I don't know on that car if it's on the left or right side. It's hard for me to make a determination uh, without actually seeing the vehicle. But that's what I'm saying. Uh-huh. If you call out, a uh, any tow truck company can come and they can jump start you. And that will get the car started. Okay. Uh-huh. But but that start battery, really, if it's that dead, needs to be tested or maybe replaced. Okay. Oh, I see. Okay. All right. I, th- you, I think I can do that. All right. If you have any other <laughs> questions, you can always call us at uh, at uh, any of the stores, and we're happy to help you out. Um, but, yeah, uh-huh. that's that's what's going to have to happen, okay? Okay. Well, thank you very much. No problem. Thanks for listening. Yeah. You have a wonderful, safe weekend. You too. Thank mm, bye-bye you so now. Much. Bye-bye. So, uh, really good uh, question there when it comes to uh, start batteries on those. They can be difficult without uh, that battery running or working properly the car won't start up and uh, then the hybrid system can't activate and it won't charge the hybrid battery so you got to start at one spot to get to the other that's for sure no question about it uh let's grab uh i wasn't watching the call whoever's next grab whoever's next brandon who do i got here? tom tom how are you tom good good morning what's go- what do you got going good morning on? Well, I have a 2010 E350. Mm-hmm. I bought it with um, 50,000 miles on it. It's got the 5.4 valve motor in it. Okay. And, I, and it, it's got a lift on it. I bought it with the lift. It's got 33-inch tires on it, 3-inch mm-hmm. lift. Mm-hmm. I tow a travel trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I have noticed when I get on a grade, the transmission won't kick down. So, I mean, I lug up a hill. I know it's not good for the motor. Um mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's some kind of computer thing because it's because of the bigger tires, but it will not shift down into, into you know, second or whatever gear I need to go up a hill. It'll just lug. Gotcha. Um, has this uh, van been re-geared or no? The differential? I don't, I don't believe so. Yeah. So so the problem with that is it, it really upsets the... Uh, um, and the other thing is, is if anybody's gone in and reprogrammed the different tire size too. Because um, this transmission is electronically controlled on that vehicle, obviously, and, and it, it's confused. It doesn't know uh, because of the change in the gear ratio. Uh, when you put bigger tires on it, you actually are changing the gear ratio also. So that's why I asked if the differential has been re-geared to compensate for that. Um, it makes it kind of difficult on the vehicle. A uh, couple options. You can manually downshift it. That's one option. Or, or you know... What's that? I was do that because if I if I didn't do it and I hit like six thousand RPM, then I got more problems. So I was afraid to do that, but I, I, yeah, I could try that. Well, you just got to do it, obviously uh, conscientiously, and and when it needs to be, and then upshift it when it needs to be. You you have to pay attention. Um, but uh, uh, the other option is is number one to set. Uh, um, uh, the tire ratio on it, it can be programmed in on a lot of these vehicles. Uh, that that will help the computer somewhat. But it, uh, if there's been quite a tire change size and, and the uh, uh, gear ratio is way off on this vehicle, um, it's still going to struggle. So the other, only other option to that is re-gear it to compensate for the tires to get it back towards uh, where it's about factory, you know, as far as that goes. If that make, Does that make sense to you? 
Yeah, it does. Um, so if you guys were to do the computer um, deal, how much would that? Do you know how much that would run? Just well, that's it. not a lot of money to do if you set the the, the tire size. So um, usually it takes about an hour of time. So uh, just over a hundred dollars. But I mean, if, I'm not sure that will totally compensate your thing. But why doing that? They can make a determination because I don't know what gear ratio this vehicle has in it either. But that is one of the things that still needs to be done, regardless. Okay, I was kind of that's kind of what I was thinking, but it's a little bit above my pay grade. I don't know how to do that. Stuff, well, but, you, you, um, you actually need the IDS, which is the factory Ford uh, 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 laptop that we use, so um, to do to do those kind of things, and even reset the pinion angle, uh, or not pinion the pinion ratio. I'm sorry, not angle. Uh, whenever uh, uh, you do that too, so all that has to be done by the factory laptop, though. That's the only way to do it. So I mean, okay, if you, if, clo- I'm sorry, you're go closer ahead. Stop- is in Escondido? Uh, if you're in Oceanside, yes, Escondido in the Auto Parkway, and, and we have all that equipment there to do so. And I'm sorry, the name of your business? Uh, well, it's the West Automotive Group, so if you just go to westautomotivegroup.com and then click on the Escondido uh-huh. location, which is West Escondido Automotive and Transmission, and you can do it all through the website there. Set up an appointment if you like. Okay, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll do that, and then we'll start with that computer, and if that doesn't work, then I guess i got to save my money for some new gears. Yeah, and why it's there, they'll also take a quick look at it for you, too, and, and see. Uh, usually they have a gear ratio tag on it, and we can take a look at that and, and, and compare to the tire size and what was on there and give you more advice on uh, if something else needs to be done for sure. Okay? Yeah, if I had my, if I had my choice, I would just lower it back down to stock. Uh, I bought it like this because they're really hard to find, and it was really clean. Yeah. But I, it would cost me a ton of money to take it and put it back to stock, so... Yeah, it'd be it'd, che- it'd be cheaper if you have to to actually just re-gear it, to be honest with you. But is it yeah. this one is not four-wheel drive, right? No, it's not four-wheel Good. Yeah, okay. That's way cheaper to re-gear than a four-wheel drive for sure. So, okay, cool. Yeah, let us know. All We're right. happy to help you out. Appreciate it. Take care. Have a wonderful weekend. Thanks for being a listener. Bye now. Thank you. So, good good question. Oh, you missed it. You went to the restroom, didn't you? Yes. I saw you leave. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> left me here all alone. I, sometimes nature's calls, though. And it's... <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. All good. All right. Let's grab uh, Cindy and Ramona real quick. Good morning, Cindy. Good morning. How are you? We're doing great. How about you? Good. Happy New Year. I have a general question. I love your show, but um, I have a 95 RAV4. Um, and I'm having difficulty, my mechanic and I are having difficulty finding a part for it. And I was wondering in general, if you know where I could find parts for that vehicle anymore. Um, there's a lot, a lot, lot of places usually, but what kind of part are we looking for? Oh, I don't have the part number, of course. So no, but I mean, do, I mean, what, what kind of, do you know what it is? The name of it? Sort of, it's some sort of hose to the steering. Power oh, steering hose? Power steering hose? Pressure hose, maybe? Probably. You know, yes. If you can't find one of those, there's actually places that actually make high-pressure hoses. Yeah, so what you do with it, if if you can't find the hose and it's leaking, there there are uh, companies that we use that you could pull the hose off, send it out, they'll replace the rubber parts on them. And and, and that's usually all that goes bad on a high-pressure, and, and they'll put new crimps on them, and, and they send it back to you, and it's just like it's just like a new one. So. Excellent. I knew you guys would know the answer. Yeah, okay. and there's there's a place in Escondido that uh, we use. It's just up the street from our Escondido store that does a lot of that stuff. Um, so if for some reason, yeah, you cannot actually find a new ho- hose assembly, it can be pulled off and the metal parts reused and they'll replace the rubber part on it. Okay? Okay. And if you have okay. any... 
Yeah, and if you have any questions, you can always call one of our locations and they can give you some direction in that. All right, I really appreciate you guys. Thanks. No Happy problem. New Happy New Year. Thanks for listening. Be safe out there. Take care. Okay. Okay, okay bye. bye. So that's a great question. Yeah. That's that's one of these things now. And and you know what? That reminds me. We're seeing more and more so. <clears throat> um, There's... Like, like there was a 96 Jeep that we, uh, that the Miramar location, we were looking up some stuff for and, and a bunch of parts for the transmission for that Jeep came up as, uh, um, um, not available any longer, not available any longer, not available any longer. Obviously we know we can reach out and find good use stuff here and there and stuff like that that, to to fix those. But I mean, uh, there's a lot of that stuff now with parts that are becoming harder to get. Chrysler's always been good about that. I mean, you know, the... (laughs) It, well, they can be funny too because, like, uh, we a '97 Prowler. They just started discontinuing parts last year. But it, maybe if you had a 2009 truck, you couldn't get the wiring harness for it anymore. Yeah, just depends. Yeah, yeah it, well, it, sometimes it, they stop making stuff, and when they run out of stock of it, they just call it good. Yeah, because they're not selling enough of it, and it's not worth warehousing it. I mean, they, you know, let's face it, is it a corporation? They take all that stuff into consideration when they say, "Up, oh, dump it." Yeah, exactly. So, no, no, yeah, if it's something they're selling a lot of, I'm presume they continue to make it yes yeah so but then again there's there's companies out there that pick up on that i mean so there's companies out there that make wiring harnesses and stuff uh and and they do a pretty good job at it too so you know it's oh and actually if you if you need it bad enough you can have a one-off made several i mean there's several way companies that'll do that for you it's expensive yeah but they'll make a harness for you or whatever so to say the companies that make wiring harnesses correct correct all right let's grab uh alan real quick uh, good morning, Alan. Good morning. How are you doing, my friend? So, I'm doing good, doing good. It's a beautiful day here in Southern California, San Diego County, East County, that's for sure. Nice, yes it is. Uh, yep. So, I've got a friend of mine that has a Chrysler 300. It's got the Hemi motor in it, and it's about 62,000, 63,000 miles on, on the car. And uh, basically, the car started just running really, really rough, and it stopped. It's being diagnosed as uh, basically the motor's broken uh, to the place where it needs to be replaced because I guess there's a, uh, I'm going to say a solenoid or a sensor or something that um, uh, adjusts uh, what it, how it's supposed to deliver oil to certain parts of the motor or or the timing changes, and then uh, to make it run a little more cost-effectively type of thing. And basically that uh, went south and basically uh, broke the engine. Uh, sounds like it's in pretty bad shape. Hmm. Well, what do you know about that kind of stuff? Well, I know a lot about it, but my question would be, so, so there, there, there's solenoids that control, control oil flow uh, for cam timing and advancement? Um, but I right. don't know how that solenoid would make the whole engine go bad. Well, unless unless it, something happening with the timing chain and it broke something. So yeah, I don't, I'm just reading between the lines here. Is yeah, all I'm doing. There, that, yeah, I, it's kind. Of, it, I, I don't. I, I don't know if it's been diagnosed properly or not. So that's that's I guess where where it would would lead me to to wonder with that statement. Could there have been something that happened that that caused something inside the engine that damaged the internal? And in sure, absolutely. Um, but uh, um. I'd really need more information to make that determination, to be honest with you. Okay. Well, these folks are, you know, they're elderly, and they've, they've done a good job of maintaining the thing. 
Um, That's really low mileage so, to uh, have an engine fail, though, on one of those, to be honest with you. Yeah, that's what I thought. Uh, so uh, I was sort of suspect of the shop, uh, so I told them that they needed to get it over to uh, Carl Berger to get another diagnosis of it, and that's what they've done. Mm-hmm. Did they I was say, just, you know, did they, did I, I they the say this morning heard you guys. Gotcha. Did they say it needs Sorry? a motor? Motor? Did the dealer say they it? Haven't, they haven't said. They haven't gotten the diagnosis back from them yet. Cur- okay, good. I'm curious. This just happened recently. Yeah, I'm curi- curious to hear uh, exactly what uh, uh, they come back with. Um, but the, yes, in in that scenario, uh, with if you're not convinced that it's a quality diagnosis, uh, a second opinion is not a bad idea. Something like that. So, right. yeah, I I, I, well, I I agree with you. I sort of know that of this shop that they a lot of little shops like to chase problems with replacing parts and. Uh, Hopefully they find something that makes it work. Well, you make a good uh, you but, make uh, you make a good point because let me tell you this. Um, all, all I can tell you, there's a reason the quality of technicians that we hire at the West Automotive Group, and and that is because um, what we do see is cars like this that come in, and maybe there is a cam uh-huh. actuator that's just bad. Uh, but it, it, some people, will, well, if you replace the whole engine, it will fix the problem. It's just an expensive way to go yeah. about it. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. but I mean, if you, exactly. we are qualified that we go in and we'll replace the actuator if that's the only thing bad. And now the car runs just like new. So that that's the I get the point that you're making, and that is a possibility. We have seen that before. So I, I I'm just. I would love to know what they actually come up with at the dealer um, and uh, go from there because that was going to be my recommendation. If you're not real comfortable with the diagnosis you have, you know, get it to somebody like us or, or obviously over to the dealer. They should be able to diagnose it properly. Well, well my, my, first, my default was, uh, was the dealership only because uh, my, my apologies, my friends. I don't listen to the radio in the morning this, this, you know, often. On Saturday morning, but uh, I'm going to start doing so. Uh, I'm going to start using the app and uh, hearing you guys. Uh, you're very informative, and I know you guys are giving. From my background, you guys give pretty sound advice, and uh, and I appreciate uh, what you guys do there for all the folks that have a hard time figuring out what this machine's supposed to do for them. Great. Uh, well, we appreciate you listening, number one. And number two, um, we're both master certified technicians, and that's one of the reasons we do this, so that uh, the information that we give you is straight from, you know, quality. That's what we want, like we'd give our family sure. members. So uh, I appreciate you tuning Great. in. And, and, hey, when you find out what's going sure. on with that car, a second opinion, like I said, and, they, and the dealer should be able to give you an honest second opinion there and let us know what you find out. Right. I look okay, forward to will it. Do. I'll, hopefully I'll talk to you next week. You got it. Look forward to it. Hey, man, have a safe week and have a great weekend. You too. Be blessed. Thank you. Thank you. Take care. Bye. So anyway, good uh, good, uh, good stuff. I know that was nice to hear. Yeah, yeah. And wh- that's one of the things why we do this is because uh, um, we want to help people out. I mean, that's one of the things in our information. We don't make this stuff up. We are both master certified technicians without question. Kevin's a master transmission builder and diagnoser also. Um, so... Uh, yeah, that's why we're here. So we, we try to help. And if we don't have an answer, we'll tell you we don't have an answer and we'll try to get you the right answer. Anyway, folks, we're going to have to wrap this up. We appreciate you joining us this morning on Auto Talk here on K, K Praise and the Answer San Diego. Uh, man, some great questions this week. Keep them coming. We are here every single week. And just like the year of the time went bing, gone. It did. <laughs> 
And we want you to, everybody out there, keep the rubber side down and the shiny side up. And uh, make sure you uh, check out our podcasts. If you missed one of us, go to westautomotivegroup.com. We're here to help you with your vehicles in San Diego. Until next week, this has been Auto Talk Radio on The Answer San Diego and K-Praise. For answers to all your automotive questions, tune in every week at this same time for Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. To learn more about Brian, become a guest or sponsor of the show, or if you have additional questions, visit thewestautomotivegroup.com. That's thewestautomotivegroup.com. And click on Auto Talk Radio. Join us again next week for more Auto Talk. This program is sponsored by West Automotive Group.